1: Welcome back to the Michiana People Podcast. This is the first episode of the Scott and Josh Show. I'm excited to have Josh Mandel as a co-host for the show. reason why is because uh, finding guests gets a little bit harder as a podcast keeps going on for over a year, and I would still like to bring out some good content to you. And Josh Mandel was a guest on the podcast a couple times. He was uh, interviewed A while back and was also on one of the uh, comedy roundups. And I think Josh is a articulate and intelligent guy and is a big-time volunteer, uh, mostly in the South Bend area. So he knows what's going on. Uh, And that's one of the purposes of podcasts is to let everybody know the positive things going on in our communities. So Josh and I sat down and talked about a bunch of stuff. This was kind of an experiment episode. We didn't know what we were going to do going into it, but uh, we got into it right away and had a great discussion. There were a few hiccups along the way because I had some technical difficulties. The re- my recorder kept stopping on me. And I think I've narrowed that down to a bad memory card because I just did an interview with Lalo Kura with a new video card, and it worked fine. So I think we've got that ironed out. So there's a couple, couple iffy spots there where we have an abrupt stop, an abrupt start, but it, conversation in between is great. I'm very happy to do this with Josh, and we'll be getting together periodically and just talking it out. Sponsors, uh, Mapletronics is a sponsor, and they have a new Facebook page that is really cool called Mapletronics at Home. This is geared mostly towards the home and small business user. They share a lot of great tips and tricks to keep your computer running well, running safe. They also uh, share the events that are going on. They've got some neat YouTube events coming up, uh, learning how to use your digital camera, how to take videos, things like that. So if you wouldn't mind, go to Mapletronics at home on Facebook. Just type in Mapletronics, all one word, at home, and like the page for me. That way, Mapletronics knows that people actually listen to the podcast and then they will uh, feel good about being a sponsor. I mentioned this uh, on the last episode and a few people liked the page afterwards. I think maybe two, so if a couple more of you could do that, that would be fantastic. Vala Marketing is another sponsor. Vala Marketing specializes in social media, website creation, video, professional quality video with their Vala Media. Just do a great job of uh, making your business look great, making sure that people know about your business, and they can find you on any type of outlet through the web, social media, website, all that. Um, So check them out. They are uh, doing great work, and you can follow them on Facebook at Vala Marketing, or you can check out their webpage, volamarketing.com, If you want your business to grow, they're the people to call. So here is our first episode of the Josh and Scott Show. Scott and Josh, either way, it's a good show. We are uh, doing an experiment here. I've been... Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) Do Um, I get my own
0: microphone? Sweet. This place is full service. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) I've been um, in a bit of a struggle. Um to find guests on a regular basis, um, somewhat because I'm not pursuing them as hard as I used to, because I don't have as much time, and also because uh, people just don't have as much time. So I wanted to put together something without me doing a monologue because the two times I've done monologues, I've absolutely hated them and, and put together something that we could, we could talk about the community, talk about what's going on, talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Exactly. And and I was looking down my list of people I've interviewed and people I know and re-listened to some interviews. And I thought you and I had good chemistry. So this is Josh Mandel folks. He was, uh, episode something something of the podcast but and you can you can just find him by searching josh mandel um on in the on the web page but i thought we had good chemistry i thought you were kind of um uh the young the, the young voice and i'm the old man voice so i thought we could do that now we went back and forth a little bit about um how we should do it and i said well let's just figure it out on the air um,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> that always that always goes goes fantastically no i actually did two episodes of the podcast oh yeah, I did you did one the of the comedy too yeah the comedy one which mm-hmm. was that was a lot of fun that mm-hmm. went on for like an hour and a half though. yeah that was still fun i'm glad you did that i know you did a second episode then we yeah. did the original episode where we talked about south Bend. and talked about the south Bend reddit and other things right. that are going on here in town yeah
1: that was a lot of fun bye hon some of my other episodes got a little bit more morose uh, for comedy, so <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. I, I'm, I, I try I'll to definitely, keep it light with the comedy. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely do another one, but uh, just got to make sure it's uh, it's not uh, when something uh, crappy has happened or something like that. So I've been thinking today, you know how how do we do this? Do we do uh, a morning zoo type thing. Scott and Josh show. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're
0: turning in 98.5 FM, the zoo. My name is Josh. I'm with Scott, 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 Scott. Weather <laughs> tra- <laughs> Yeah. I, I drop in the WBBM, I mean, you know, traffic and weather together on the 8th. <laughs> Good morning, South End. There's no traffic everywhere. Your commute is fine, even though you're dead inside because you live in northern Indiana. <laughs> and now for the box scores. <laughs>
1: Okay, the traffic is fine, (laughs) except for if you're going west on the bypass, uh, because it's one lane. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the middle of winter? You're going to die, 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 die. (laughs) (laughs) And I obviously am not quick enough to do a morning zoo type thing, so that's (laughs) how you'd be doing all the talking. So I just want to be able to chat about what's going on, good and bad in the community, talk about things that are coming up. Um, this episode is going to actually air on, let me see 1112. This is going to air on Monday the 14th and I will have already gone to the Viseria and Brother O Brother show at Ignition Music, which uh, if you didn't go, you missed out on something great. I haven't been there yet, but I know it's going to be great, because I've seen them twice already, and they are a fantastic band. Yeah, I haven't made it out to Ignition Music, yes, but it's on my list. Yeah, so, I, I I think I'm going to start tagging people for that event, because uh, people really got to see this area. And I, um, I interviewed Patrick Roberts a couple episodes ago. Uh, it was my first... Google Hangouts interview cuz he Ooh. they're an indie and right. it was, and I it wasn't my best interview because a I was being kind of a fanboy and b I was worried about levels and how everything sounded so I had my stupid headphones on and everything right. but uh it, it sound wise it turned out okay so now I know the next time I do it I'm okay I uh but I cut my teeth on Patrick and I appreciate them talking to me but their new album is out, Relativity, without any vowels. Um, R L T V T Y. So <laughs> um, you can, it's on Spotify, but you can uh, you can search it out and buy it on iTunes, Amazon, all those all those places. They're actually selling um, vinyl, some really cool vinyl that's like tie dyed and has really cool stuff on it. And if you go to their page, it's Viseria, V E S E R I A, and um, scroll through their post you'll see where that's for sale and i know they're starting to sell out of a few designs so if you're a, a vinyl freak then um that's a good one to have it's a definitely be a collectible
0: i love silly uh, band names you know nat fitzgerald he plays in spaceships mm-hmm. so he has another project uh dad jokes. dad jokes yeah and so their first album was too old to skate t-o and then t-o-o uh-huh. and then the sequel to that album was too old to skate with the numbers in there <laughs> instead of the letters <laughs> Oh. So I'm like, wait, which album is that? Too old to skate? Yeah, they're yeah. on Bandcamp. They're hilarious because they played uh, at the...
1: Did you go to the River Lights Music I, Festival? I, well, I think that was... I think I was out of town that weekend, yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. yeah, they
0: were also doing Meet Me on the Island mm-hmm. one night. And then they were also... Uh, Everclear was playing the baseball stadium. Yeah. So it was a lot of competition. But, you know, I went to that. I was a volunteer coordinator for that. Mm-hmm. And so Spaceships played and Dad Jokes played. Yeah. Right? Maybe one or two other. I think the guys in like eight bands or something right oh yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i haven't i you know i interviewed him talking about spaceships because the new album was uh getting cut and i i still haven't seen him live i've got the album i um contributed to their um uh kickstarter or whatever it was they were doing indiegogo i think um for the for the album so i've got it and i've listened to it and i love it but i would like to see him live sometime
0: yeah, he plays all the time at the well. It's just yeah. down the road for me. Mm-hmm. Actually last night, was it last night of Wednesday night? Yeah, they had a big show at the well too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I saw that. I was uh I did an interview and um I read and went to bed last night. So
0: <laughs> It happens. I just I saw it 'cause the waffle wagon was parked out front. Yeah. Have you been to the Waffle Wagon I haven't yet? been to the Waffle Wagon yet. Uh, I've walked by it. It's it's fantastic. It's one thing that South Bend is definitely you know, people in the city have different opinions about things, but everybody finally got behind the whole food truck movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty years after Portland figured it out. Yeah. So now they're so now their permitting process is like the big thing is they changed it from a four hour permit to an eight hour permit. Mm-hmm. So now the trucks can park there for eight hours, which right. gives them all day, every day to park. Oh yeah. And now on Tuesdays and Thursdays from eleven to two, they're doing a food truck alley in front of the Morris. Mm-hmm. So it's great that it's you know where it is. It's always the same spot, always the same time because, you know, some of the fancier food trucks, you know, you got to follow them on Twitter. It's like, hey, we're posted up, you know, somewhere out in a cornfield. It's like, listen, if I'm a lunch Uh guy, I don't want to have to search Twitter to go Hell's Half Acres to find the special cupcakes. Yeah. So that's fantastic. And actually, nobody's going to no, tomorrow, August 4th, they're having the Food Truck Alley, a mm-hmm. uh, uh, Food Truck Friday, as part of the first Friday event that they're mm-hmm. doing. Cool. So they're going to be there, I think, from like noon to
1: eight. Yeah. Parked out in front of the Morris. Yeah, that, and that's very similar. My son lives in Huntsville, Alabama, and we went down to visit him, and it was a Friday, and they were doing a food truck. They, it was um, called... Uh, battle of the food trucks i think and it was basically just uh one street they had them on both sides and, it was, and they blocked off the street so it was just pedestrian traffic and there was everything i oh, mean yeah. there was uh, there was cheese steaks there was fire grilled pizza just chinese food i mean any anything you could ask for and i um i think i ended up uh i ended up with chinese food i think Sounds delicious. Yeah, and and that's cool because, you know, my wife and I have different tastes in food. My son has different tastes, and his girlfriend has different tastes, so we all got from four different food trucks. So that yeah. worked
0: out well. I'm just going to blow up the Waffle Wagon because they're my favorite because they have yeah. waffles. So they'll also park out at the Well on, like, Mondays or Tuesday nights because they'll have an open bar there. Yeah. It's usually, not the Well, the Brick, I'm sorry. Okay. The Brick because it's usually an event space, but on, like, Tuesday nights they have the bar open, so uh-huh. uh, the Waffle Wagon will park out there. So I was there, I had the Elvis, so it was uh. a waffle covered in peanut butter with <laughs> bacon, bananas, and whipped cream oh, on top, man. and that was fantastic. And then they do the uh, chicken and waffles, so they uh. make like a waffle cone, stuff it with mashed potatoes, put chicken, and like drizzle honey all over it. Mm. Yeah, so it's it's fantastic, yeah. but it's nice for getting a few food trucks. Uh, that is cool. The Wiener Shack is there, Martin's, Side mm. Door Deli has its own food truck. Uh, there's the guy with the solar powered ice cream cart. I still haven't figured that one out huh. yet. Have you heard of him? He was in the Tribune. Like, I don't, out of nowhere, this kid with a solar powered ice cream cart just kind of randomly we shows did, up.
1: We did see him. He's a, he's a real young guy. He looks yeah, like he's like yeah. 12. Yeah. Um, we saw him when we were downtown one night and, um. Yeah, he parks on Jefferson and We went somewhere South and we were going to get extreme. ice cream and we came back, but it was late. So yeah. he had already packed up, but I, I did see him. Yeah, that, and he's making all his own ice cream and crazy flavors and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I saw.
0: I haven't had a chance to catch him yet because he's yeah. usually packing up when I get down there. Yeah. But yeah, so that's good. So it's nice to see that, you know, South Bend is at least getting some accoutrements of yeah. a larger, more up up-and-coming city
1: right right have you been to any shows at vegetable buddies yet
0: i have not been to any shows at vegetable buddies i last i really just go hang out at la salle kitchen and tavern and then i went yeah, we go
1: there a lot yeah. yeah
0: so and then who was it that played the morris recently a big national touring band oh. It wasn't i'm what, trying to
1: remember dark
0: trucks no not dark trucks It's like not Switchfoot. Somebody like that. Okay. Shinedown. Yeah, Shinedown. That's it, yeah. Yeah, I went to go see them at the Moors. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and then somebody else is coming up in a week or two, but I can't remember who they are. But yeah, so we, we are getting shows. How is Vegetable Buddies doing? I need to make it out there. Oh, uh,
1: very well. Um,
0: and Oh, that's I, right. No, I saw the Rocky Horror Picture Show there. Okay. That's what I saw. You have yeah. Hot, the South Bend Hot Patooties had their Rocky Horror Picture Show on stage at vegetable buddies Mm. so i have a couple friends that do that so i went out to that and that was amazing
1: yeah i like uh i like vegetable buddies because their sound system is just killer so (laughs) any band you see is nice and loud and uh they get i mean they get great great shows in there um they actually have on the 24th samantha fish is going to be there and she is a blues guitarist that is just fantastic right, and uh she's really pretty too, so that <laughs> doesn't <laughs> so, hurt yeah but uh that that's gonna be a show that I definitely want to go to i mean they um she's been i think she's this may be it's either i know it's at least her second time it may be her third time there and um I've missed the first ones and uh just heard great things about it, so that's one I want to hit. So that's the 24th at Vegetable Buddies. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, Vegetable Buddies is always a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, and we were talking before we started recording that uh, the 90s bands that I liked when I was coming of age yeah. are starting to tour again. Like I mentioned, the River Lights Festival, Everclear played. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't last year. The year before that, it was Sugar Ray, mm-hmm. Uncle Cracker, Better Than Ezra, and Eve Six played. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the bands that I liked when I was a teenager, and are yeah. talking at the end of the summer, Ludacris, uh, and uh, Bone thugs and harmony are right. playing. <laughs> yeah. I'm a...
1: Uh... I'm I'm really sad I missed uh, seeing Everclear and Eve Six. All the rest of them I don't care too much about. But I right. love Eve Six. They were they were a great band and they only had really one hit song, but all their all their music was great. And uh, I still listen to that now. They um, I think they've played. The, the, I see their name pop up like in Nashville and um, DC area and stuff like that too. So they're they're, they're hitting the touring pretty hard. Well, unfortunately, with the, the death of the music uh, CDs
0: and things like that, bands really only have a choice to tour if they want to make significant amounts of money. Right, yeah. And it's a rough life. I couldn't imagine being on tour all the yeah. time. There's a great there's a movie made called The Other F Word, uh-huh. and it's about punk rockers 20 or 30 years down the road. So it has yeah. like... Uh, Pennywise, Fat Mike from NoFX, uh-huh. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, mm-hmm. and the lead singer of Pennywise, he's on tour 200 days out of the year. Yeah. And it just drags on him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's one of my favorite documentaries because I listen to a lot of punk music. And right. Like, the guy from Bad Religion is now a college professor. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, he's interviewed the movie. He's like, yeah, now punk rock, we never thought we'd live to see anything. We just destroyed. Yeah. For fun. They never thought they'd grow up. And yeah. So, Fat Mike, the lead singer of NoFX, I'm a Huge fan of them. I'm right. very upset he's not playing Riot Fest this year. But he's got two Dominatrixes tattooed on his shoulders. Like, uh-huh. How do you explain that to a four year old? Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like these guys have kids. How do You're you right. be a responsible adult with leopard print hair yeah. and bondage <laughs> pants? Like, how do you do that? So,
1: oh uh, yeah, and it, it doesn't look as good when you get in your fifties either. No, but they, the Rolling Stones
0: still keep at
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how they do it I've listened to a few interviews with Keith Richards lately and you know he's he's definitely intelligent and, and uh, there was um, I listened to a snippet of an interview with Keith Richards and Terry Gross was um, interviewing him on NPR and she said um, did you <clears throat> what do you think about the, the song Under My Thumb now and what 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 do you think uh women should think of it? Right. He's like I wrote dun 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 that's all I did. He said
0: everything else was not me. He takes no responsibility for any of the content of
1: the lyrics. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's
0: interesting. Those issues are becoming closer to the forefront. I don't know if you read the book The Handmaiden's Tale. Uh uh. They turned it into a television series, which mm-hmm. I watched. I didn't have a chance. I never actually read the book. Yeah. It's called The Handmaid's Tale. It's sort of the future, some sort of weird uh, fertility crisis. Mm-hmm. And so uh, fertile women are basically enslaved uh-huh. and then assigned to families to breed children. And they have no wow. say over anything. Uh-huh. It's very interesting. It's got the girl who who played uh, Peggy from Mad Men. Oh, Mad Men, yeah. Is the yeah is the lead female She's role a good actress. She does yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, The Handmaiden's Tale. I didn't stream out Hulu, I think. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend checking it out. It's only like 13 episodes. Uh-huh. But I watched that. And it was really amazing. It's right. It's sort of the light of the modern conflict between traditional and yeah progressive ideas. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I binge-watched um, Glow on uh, Netflix. Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah, gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's so, been
0: on my list. How is it? It's good. It's and good.
1: I, I'm a big Mark Maron fan, and right. he's he's front and center in this. Yeah, and it's like the best acting. I'm oh, like, really, this dude should be nominated for an Emmy because he's playing kind of a bad guy. Right, but he's multifaceted and it's not just a one-dimensional bad guy i mean he can be nice too and he you can see him struggling with being a bad guy or trying to be a good guy (laughs) and it's really it's it's really good and i you know i i didn't watch glow was in the 80s and i didn't watch it much but i watched it a few times and it this seems to recreate pretty well what I remember. Right. You know, it was really cheaply done. It was um Well it w- yeah.
0: It, it was the eighties. Everything was cheap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it was you know, it was the wrestling moves were not really on par with real pro wrestlers or anything like that. Right. But the as it went on they got better. Right. And and that's kind of what this looks like it's gonna be. So it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's interesting
0: how some of those things make full circle. Like I don't know if you've ever been there's a and roller derby team. You know, I've seen the them, Century but I haven't Center. seen them. I, yeah. I
1: I've seen them advertised, but I've never seen them perform. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I went yeah. out to the last one they
0: had at the Century Center. I think they got, I think they got destroyed points wise, but it was still fun to go out yeah.
1: there. Yeah, but roller derby is more real than wrestling. It's
0: definitely real. Like people yeah. get <laughs> a big old elbow to the chest and yeah. drop. You know, they're yeah. not, they're not playing around out there.
1: Right now. I can't say wrestling's not real as far as the um oh, the chance so for getting hangry. hurt. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: I hate it when people say wrestling isn't real. Like, I understand the matches are predetermined, but that yeah. doesn't mean a 250-pound muscle-bound dude yeah. didn't climb, you know, eight feet up onto the top rope and do a backflip yeah. onto another dude yeah. and take a chair to the face. Right. Like,
1: they're still,
0: yeah. you know, hitting each other.
1: Oh, I was talking to – I was – just yesterday, Mike Wallace was sitting right where you are, and he—he's a, a musician now, but he was in pro wrestling. Oh, I know I Mike for Wallace. About, yeah, for about. 10 I took years a chop so. from Mike Wallace. Did you?
0: <laughs> I almost. Yeah. I'm a grown man, and I will admit, when Mike Wallace chopped me in the chest, I almost cried. Yeah, <laughs> like it hurt. Yeah. A lot. Right, yeah. Yeah, I used to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with Wally, so I used to run at Club Fever the uh, ground and pound events. Uh So he'd come out and help out because I was judging doing the ring and stuff, and we were hanging out. And it's like, you ever feel a real chop? I'm like, no, he's like,
1: here, pull up your shirt and
0: bam! Yeah i almost cried it yeah. hurt yeah. a
1: lot yeah he's a big boy yeah but he's you know like he's he told me he's got a titanium back now his, his knees are are worthless and he said even though it's choreographed you're, it still hurts you're still hitting the ground it still and hurts. people oh, are yeah. landing on you and they don't call those it a chairs, for nothing those chairs that they hit you with are real oh yeah <laughs> The tables are real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, a little bit. But They're scored a little bit, but still, you got to make an impact. So, exactly.
0: Yeah. No, I just it irks me when people go wrestling his face and dismiss the entire thing. Yeah, it's basically the way it was explained to me is sort of like soap operas for men. Yeah. Occasionally, someone takes a chair to yeah. the face. Yeah. That's how it was explained <laughs> to me. And you know, I I don't watch it. I watched it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, Kurt Angle, the British Bulldog, all those guys. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it because I was a kid and as an adult, I appreciate the athleticism. I appreciate the story. Line, right. But I'm not a regular watcher. Yeah. I would definitely go to a wrestling event. Yeah. I actually went to one, uh, the roller derby, down the hall from them. They had a local amateur wrestling uh-huh. event. And it was pretty funny how much the crowd got into it. They're oh, yelling yeah. and booing and all that. Oh, event. yeah. So it was a lot of fun. To well, they've got their local favorites. So. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wasn't even aware of My friend was like, hey, they're having wrestling down the hall. You want to go? I'm like, yeah. yeah, sure. I'll just poke my head in.
1: Yeah. It's funny when I was, I went to LaVille High School and my art teacher in like eighth grade, um, somehow the topic of wrestling came up and her name was uh, Mrs. Golden. And um, she said, Oh, my husband was a wrestler. And really? We're talking 60s, 70s. Oh, really? And his name was Bobby Golden, big, big, big guy. And um, I mean, his arms were bigger than my legs. And, (laughs) um, and, we were all like, yeah, no, right you're, you're lying, so she brought pictures oh, wow. of, of him in the heyday and uh, he uh, he uh, wrestled wrestled you know back before it was really on TV and right. uh, when they just did the regional stuff and and made a living at it. Yeah, it's
0: that's also like musicians. Wrestlers are constantly touring. Oh yeah, there's not like oh Raw is going to take three months off so everybody can go hang out. Yeah. No, it's every week. Yeah. in a different city. That's why there's so many you know substance abuse issues and yeah other issues that go along with because you're on the road perpetually. Yeah.
1: And well, the guy, rough. yeah, the guy, um, Marin interviewed the guy who did the wrestling choreography for GLOW, and he was a professional wrestler for a lot of years, and his brother was, and his dad was, so, and I think his grandpa was. I think it was a really? three-generation thing. Wow. Um, but he he was from Mexico, and um, he, he did the luchador thing. Really? And, um, but then came to the U.S. and wrestled there, and he said... In order to really stay afloat, you got to wrestle like three hundred days a year. Yeah, pretty much. They don't make a lot of money. Yeah, and he says it was all—it's all regional. But you then you travel to different regions, and um, like Mike did, he went uh, to Europe and Japan and, right. and all those places, and did, did it there too. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely something. The way my body feels now—if I had done that—I don't yeah, think exactly. I that. Yeah, exactly. It's it's rough. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, Diamond Dallas Page, like, he rescues wrestlers that are going down a bad path. Cause yeah. I watch a lot of documentaries. So, there's one, I think, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It was, oh, man, Razor Ramon, I think, mm. was one of the guys that he took into his house and cleaned him up and got him back on track. Because uh-huh. DDP does yoga uh-huh. as, like, his thing, and he's got a DDP yoga program, which is apparently fantastic. Yeah. I can do it. So, yeah, there's a great Netflix documentary where he goes and he picks up. You know wrestlers, and I think there was no. He didn't. I don't think he worked with the Iron Sheik. But there was another documentary done about the Iron Sheik that I watched mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Apparently, he was I. You know, actually Iranian. Yeah. You know, in wrestling, it's right. Some people play a character, but he was yeah. legit Iranian, and he fled after the revolution, and he came over. But apparently, mm. he was part of the army there and in the
1: guard, and it was a really amazing life story. Yeah. Iron Sheik. Wow. You know, yeah. Yeah. Those. I I take my hat off to those guys because they, you know, I could never do that. Oh that's, God, no! Yeah, I couldn't. Take Way the too beating. much exercise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Way too much exercise. I couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, I could do the exercise part. I could run around, but the getting smacked, nah, I can't. Yeah, Hitting no the more ground more like work. that, yeah, that's that's too much. <laughs> I was. Um, Looking at the uh, uh, crime statistics in South Bend again, and it's yeah. getting pretty rough.
0: Seventeen murders a year for a hundred thousand people is rough. Yeah, <laughs> like I, the problem is like I don't have any comparison because I don't really. I've lived in South South Bend seventeen years. So I don't really mm-hmm. have a whole lot to compare it to. I mean, it always sounds bad.
1: Yeah,
0: we have more property crimes. though like what thirty five hundred breaking and entering yeah. or something a year. So. I don't know.
1: That's that's not uh, <clears throat> peculiar to South Bend because it happens in my neighborhood too. Right, because yeah. like, I live in River Park and I'm a member of the River
0: Park Facebook page. And mm-hmm. everybody's always, oh, somebody was looking in my car. Yeah. Somebody was in my backyard. A guy posted the other day, uh, he had his security camera on and somebody hopped his fence and then turned his camera away. Uh-huh. And he posted the picture of the guy like, hey, does anybody know who this jerk is? Yeah. And so, I mean, stuff like that happens, but I it doesn't seem like, I don't know, more crimes of opportunity rather than sort of maliciousness. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. People need to feed their habit. And so, I don't know. I It feels different to me, somebody trying to feed a habit versus just somebody trying to rob you to rob you. Mm-hmm. I know right. it's, a, it's a weird distinction to make. And obviously, if somebody robbed me, I'd be very upset about it. Right. But like, as far as a city, you know, going downhill or going uphill or improving or not improving, I think a lot of the property crimes are as a direct result of drugs and the opioid crisis mm. and things like that. Right. So, you know, it's a symptom, not a
1: cause. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, uh, I hate to see these reports because South Bend is just trying so hard. And, and we really are yeah. <laughs> like, there's, you know, did you read the article? Uh,
0: somebody took a, A trip through building 84 Uh because there's uh what's his name it's not yeah kevin smith isn't it uh yeah kevin smith is trying to uh renovate the building i mean they are renovating the building it's the old studebaker factory yeah and it's it's absurd like it's i think it's like 450 feet long like it's a big building Mm -hmm. so he's excuse me trying to renovate it into mixed use Mm -hmm. so you know, there's a reporter that came in from out of town, did an article on it. It was very nice. Right. So, you know, hopefully that will go on. And obviously he's building his apartment buildings next to the stadium. Yeah. I mean, my only concern is, are those going to be occupied? Right. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Mishawaka has had some issues with that, trying well, those types the, of things. Those <laughs> Town townhomes that's I think are still mostly
0: empty. Yeah. And then they built an apartment building across the street. But I was mm. talking with somebody... I don't know if I should name them. But he said the reason why those townhomes are not occupied is just the layout. Because it's like yeah. a garage on the bottom floor and then like something else in the middle and then the kitchen on top. Yeah. So if you want to get your groceries from your garage, you have to walk up three flights right. of stairs. Yeah,
1: that I've heard the same thing.
0: So it's a, it's a layout issue. I think there is demand, like the LaSalle Hotel. The Lasalle, the old hotel that they converted into mm. artist apartments, apparently that filled up almost immediately. Oh yeah, uh, the building diagonal from that, the redoing that's gonna, I assume, fill up immediately. Mm. The JMS building is being renovated. I assume that'll fill up immediately. Right, a building, yeah. The former Chase Tower, former Holiday Inn, former whatever summit club. <laughs> they're aloft, you know. They're doing that. Um, yeah. Keep knocking bricks off and crushing cars. Yeah. Uh, what else are they doing? The building that Chicory is in. I know they're redoing the outside of that. I assume they're doing the inside of that also. I think the branch was in there for a while. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. They're like a co-working space. Okay, So there is development going on downtown. Right. And as you mentioned, across the street from the townhomes in Mishawaka, they built a giant apartment building i don't know the occupancy yeah i
1: think i think that did well and then they did other um they did condos along the river walk right um over close to Hacienda, and those filled up and they're building more right the only thing i don't like about it is they're building more in a really nice grassy area so it's just going to look like condos and sidewalk yeah i soon. enjoyed the park there
0: uh cam island fest was yeah. a few weeks ago i went to that they have the renaissance festival there mm. At the end of the summer, that's always fun to right. go to. And it's just a nice spot to hang out, right. you know, walk around. It's beautiful. Uh, a lot of ducks, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think they finally dealt. The Bishawaka had a culling of geese because they were just pooping uh, all over everything, especially right. the Riverwalk. And everybody got up in arms. And speaking as a Canadian, I could not care less about geese. Yeah. You have my full permission as an honorary, yeah. <laughs> proper Canadian with citizenship.
1: Oh, people went out of their mind <sighs> when they did that. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> I am very for the environment, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a limit. Yeah, too many I mean, geese.
1: When there's more geese than people, and yeah, you, exactly, you gotta you gotta make a choice. I think they've figured out something about um, like sterilizing them or something like that now, so they're not killing them, but like cats, tag neuter and release. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's something something about the eggs or something. Oh, really? But, yeah, I don't I don't know, but yeah, they they figured something out, and I don't know. If they implement it or not, but I remember seeing a news story on it. Yeah, that was uh, when they did the when they did did the goose massacre. That was not good. <laughs> people got upset, but I
0: people get upset about everything. Yeah, like, oh I'm yeah. Not, I it makes me angry to read a lot of the news story Facebook comments, so I have to refrain from doing that. Yeah, it drives me up a wall. Yeah, just you know <laughs> the racism, the bigotry, the close-mindedness. Yeah, the, oh yeah, just. Science of literacy
1: Yeah I do I do like to I do like to Look at them Just to Know the different people In my community Because somebody will Come up that I know I don't And I'm like Oh So that's how you feel
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't I really don't because sometimes I see my because I think if you're friends with somebody and they comment on an article, there will see pop it. up, yeah. yeah. So that doesn't bother me, but every once in a while, like I don't, I don't want to jump in. It just it right. never ends well, yeah. Like the project I'm working on for Notre Dame with the video boards, just the hatred, the uh-huh. hate. That we see on Facebook every time anybody posts anything. Oh, you're destroying tradition and oh. I'm never going to a game again. I'm like, listen, you never went to Notre Dame. You've yeah. never been to a football game. Why are you on Facebook decrying right. the destruction of yeah. tradition? <laughs> They're not ripping people like, I can't wait for them to rip up the AstroTurf and put grass back. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> my brain, I'm just like, that's not how it works. Uh. Here's the deal with football football has embraced technology. Yeah. Video replays, the mm. flying camera yeah. that goes yeah. around. They had – I know the NFL did games in 3D. Mm-hmm. They had the the Matrix thing where they could pause it and rotate the right. game around. I don't know where they do that. Football embraces technology yeah. because with football, you're fighting somebody sitting in their living room watching a big screen. The beer is almost free. The food is almost free. Right. They don't have to pay, you know, 80 bucks for a ticket, for mm-hmm. parking. It's a four-hour event, yeah. on and on and on. So you have to make it attractive. Because the problem with the Notre Dame Stadium is that the cell phone service would always stop working. Mm -hmm. So there was no video boards in the stadium at all. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to follow the game, you had to bring in a Walkman and listen to the radio like it was 1985. Right. (laughs) Now, there's a... 55 foot high by 95 foot wide video board. There are ribbon boards and they put in 1,390 Wi Fi access points. You will be able to (laughs) microwave your hot dog from center field. Yeah. And people are, you know, screaming about tradition. I'm like, listen. People want to watch football. Yeah. They want to see video replays. Like right. when you watch the NFL, you know, the refs are in the booth looking at the call. They show the replay on the big screen. Everybody mm-hmm. goes, ah, oh, boo, or yay, or whatever. <laughs> it, it really heightens the experience. Right. But people on Facebook, they're like, it's terrible. I'm like, fine. Notre mm-hmm. Dame doesn't need you to buy a ticket. They're going to sell out. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, you stay home <laughs> they're still gonna and sell. complain about it living in Iowa, and the rest of us will go enjoy right. a and modern
1: stadium. And I'm not... I, I'm not a sports fan by any means, but I know football a lot happens in three seconds. And yes, it does. You're, you're missing, you're yes, missing stuff does. every single play. Yes. And being able to see the replay and yes. the slow mo and yes. all that kind of stuff yes. Is, yes. is definitely an enhancement. Oh, definitely. And I remember I've been to games there. There is no service in that place. <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah. It's
0: bad. Well, you know, it's 80. 80- The stadium holds, I think it's uh, now up to 84,000 people in the stadium. And then double that in the parking lot. Right, yeah. Which is hilarious because, you know, South Bend's got 100,000 people. Right. You can fit the whole city in the stadium. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's going to be really cool to see that. I've watched, you know, I've watched the pictures you posted and stuff like that. The one with Era, um that Yeah, that put happened up, that, today. They put up, really uh, cool. That
0: wasn't me. That was uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish Media put that up on the leave. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Era Parsegian. Right. I think they're going to have something for it. I haven't heard anything yet. I'm sure they will. Yeah. But yeah, no, he, I saw his statue today. Yeah. Because they, they took the statues down during the renovations to protect them. Mm-hmm. So it's just a pedestal now. Yeah. And then the statue, there's, <laughs> it's funny, you walk by there's a corner and all of the statues of all of the coaches are, uh-huh. in, a, are in a weird semicircle. Yeah. It's like, did somebody <laughs> come, you know, did a guys come through the night like, turn all the statues? But, yeah, it's it's awesome. And I'm yeah. very excited for football season. Yeah. Hopefully we win. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Kelly, I'm sure, is thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they fired half the coaching staff. What are you going to do? Right,
1: yeah. They didn't and have any choice. They're, uh, I mean, there's no way this can't be just like a building here for them, but you never know. You know, they may get hot and all this, everything gel right now and everything be great.
0: I'd like it. I mean, that's the thing, you know, Notre Dame's the biggest employer in town. Right. I've worked for Notre Dame for time is the reason I live in South Bend mm-hmm. is because my dad got a job at Notre Dame. Right. So it's kind of like, and that's the thing, people in South Bend hate Notre Dame. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, I understand disliking a school. I understand mm-hmm. disliking a football team because there's lots of Boilermakers, there's lots of Michigan fans. I get that. Yeah. But South Bend would be a lot worse off if it wasn't for Notre right. Dame giving their professors a lot of money. Mm-hmm. All of the construction trades, right. all of the tradesmen, Reith Riley Construction, Martell, Kuntz Wagner, Burkhardt signs mm-hmm. they're all employed all the time because right. Notre Dame just builds buildings like it's going right. out of style. So it's a tremendous economic advantage to
1: the city, and so it irks me when people hate. Right. I The the only criticism I could give them is that um, they just don't embrace the city they are, they've been doing much better at that. They don't embrace the city as much as some colleges do. Like when you go to down to IU, Bloomington well, is IU. Yeah, I mean, and, there's
0: there's a difference between a town with a college and a college town. Yeah. Because IU is a college town. Right, right. South Bend is, you know, a former Rust Belt city. So our yeah. thing wasn't built around a college. Notre Dame mm-hmm. was up on the hill. We were down in the valley. Yeah, you know, we're. So, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate that they're trying to make more overtures to help. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It's not in their best interest. Yeah,
1: I love you know I love going to Eddie Street. Um, Eddie the, Street uh, Commons. Yeah, they're starting up phase
0: two. They're going to put a a Martins or well, not a Martins. Some people are saying Trader Joe's. I don't know any mm. actual confirmation on that. Yeah, but they're talking about that.
1: Yeah, the um, what's the ice cream shop over there? Coldstone. No, it's not. Oh, uh, Killwins. Killwins. Oh, love yeah. their ice cream, man. That's – uh, I don't eat a whole lot of ice cream, but when I want some, that's good stuff, and my wife loves it too. Yeah. So there's Killwind's, and um, they used to have a Hotbox pizza, which I totally miss.
0: <laughs> I think it's Blaze
1: pizza now. Yeah, but Hotbox has Porky the Pie. It's oh, really? Got, um, bacon. <laughs> um, uh, I think bacon, Canadian bacon, ham, just all – all the good stuff and I get a small I can eat it myself now now I have to go to Indy I I think they're in Chicago too but I have to go to Indy I actually I think maybe Kokomo has one but uh yeah I would love to see another hot box around here because that I'm not I'm not a big eater right when I go there I can definitely eat
0: yeah I think it's hilarious people get very excited when new chain restaurants open up in town like we finally got a uh a pot belly. Yeah. And everybody was freaking out like oh my god pot belly. Yeah. It's- I mean, they definitely like when I was I went I was in high school in Chicago, mm-hmm. and I definitely went to Potbelly a lot cuz I sort of Originated the toasted sub and they're yeah. delicious, but now yeah. everybody does it. All right, so it's yeah. not like it was when that was the only place to go. Subway will toast your yeah. sandwiches, pretty much anybody else will toast your sandwiches. Yeah. But we are getting a Politos, which I'm excited about. Yeah, that's going up. I think it's next to. Ch- Is that the one going in downtown Mishawaka or next to Cheddars? I don't remember.
1: There's something going up next to Cheddars, right? I so I don't remember started. if that's the yeah. Politos
0: or if that one's going to downtown Mishawaka. Yeah, but it's nice that restaurants are opening up.
1: Yeah. Well, my my all time favorite restaurant in this area is always Crooked U. Yeah, uh, their ramen is delicious. <laughs> the the uh, the Uso. Um, yeah. I I get different stuff, but I always come back to the Uso. Um, the I just the beer's fantastic. The service is fantastic. Everything is just perfect there. And uh, on my birthday, my birthday was on a Monday, and uh, My wife said, Well, what do you want to do? And I said, Cricket U. And that's the last time I've been there. So that was June 26th. So I got to get back. Yeah. You remember their mug club? Because they do have
0: mug club events. That's one of the things. Have you been to Heavenly Goat since they finally opened up? I haven't been. I've been. And it's the beer is great and the food is great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've been, you know, I've been in that area because my. um audiologist for my hearing aids is there oh yeah i've I've driven by it so many times but i just haven't gone in yet well
0: yeah that's in the old gino's east location it's not heritage square it's the one next to a park yeah i don't remember which exactly it is because it's it's the same giant complex Mm -hmm. i just i love the location because there's literally a hotel around the corner Mm -hmm. they're building literally another hotel around the other corner (laughs) and then they're building literally like a thousand apartments across the street. Yeah, yeah, it's in a really good location. Right.
1: Yeah, they're gonna, they're definitely gonna do well. And that's a, that's a hopping place, and that's just gonna continue to grow. I yeah, mean, I went to Tony Sacco's there. Their pizza's delicious. Yeah, yeah, we go to Tony Sacco's quite a bit. You know, that's, uh, that's good pizza, and they. I like it when I know they're a chain, but I know I like it when they carry like um, more regional beers. Right. Because if you go to Chili's or you go to um, Texas Roadhouse or stuff like that, you know, it, it's Miller Light, Bud Light, or Sam Adams. Or yeah, exactly. Maybe Blue Moon. If and, you're lucky. Yeah. And. I like good beer with my dinner, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was at Legends the other day for lunch, and they had uh, the Thai PA mm-hmm. from All that's hands. Good stuff, Hands. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, having lunch at work, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely, you know, whatever, right? But yeah, it's it's nice to see that Bear Hands is bottling it. Not only are they bottling it, it, is now available to purchase. Yeah, they. Yeah, my favorite beer ever is they have. It's called the That's My Jam. It's the raspberry beer. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's like. I don't yeah. know. Eight or ten yeah. percent. So I can usually only have one, but it's my favorite beer. Yeah. It's I don't not necessarily similar, but it's in the same sort of vein as the founders Rebeus. Yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: it's just fantastic. And um Bear Hands is coming to South Bend, too.
0: Yeah, they have a downtown location. I don't know what the status of that project is, yeah. but they're taking over a spot like across the street. I believe on the south side of the baseball stadium, taking over, like, I think it used to be like Gates' auto garage or something like that. They're going to open up a downtown location. I don't know what the timeline is
1: for that. Right.
0: But I'm excited.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Because that
0: area, I think we mentioned the first time we talked, the area around the baseball stadium is like abandoned buildings and car lots. Yeah. And a homeless shelter Mm -hmm. and Section 8 housing across the street. Right. So it's not the most desirable area. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you know the apartment buildings will be built. They'll be full party on the rooftop, Wrigleyville yeah. style. Yeah. And I hope that you know Spurs a Renaissance downtown because Dave Matthews building. I'm trying to remember. Did they finally approve that one? He wanted to build like a nine story apartment building. I believe
1: they ended up approving it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know
0: there was some back and forth. Yeah. I don't remember, but he wants to put a Martin's downtown. Yeah. Or some sort of something like that. Cause, you know, the first time I was on the podcast, we talked about when I used to live in the near Northwest neighborhood. If you wanted your prescription filled and to buy some deli meat, you had to drive. All the way down Portage right. to the Martins that they're going to close soon right, because they're yeah. doing the bridge. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to go all the way to the Meyer on Portage or the Walmart on yeah. Portage or go all the way to the Martins on the south side of town yeah. or to the Kroger on McKinley. Like if you're in downtown South Bend and you want to get deli meat, your prescription filled, and some lighter fluid all in the same location, yeah. you have to get in your car and drive yeah. for 15 minutes. Yeah. And that definitely holds things back. Yeah.
1: Because you need that. Right. or Or catch the bus or whatever. And that's – you know, that's – an all-day thing sometimes.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, our bus routes are not well-optimized.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pause the Facebook live feed. <laughs> Folks, if you want to hear the rest, you got to listen to the podcast. Do another beer? Absolutely. light feed with somebody and um, I got a lot more downloads oh yeah mm-hmm. good so that helped
0: hey, you know every time it comes across my Facebook feed I always make sure to stick it on the Reddit you Yeah. you're welcome to do that too I gotta get back mm-hmm. on Reddit there okay
1: you know. and edit <laughs> I didn't pause it so I gotta remember to take that out nah you're fine how many viewers did we get Let's see. Posting it. Mm, One hundred or thirty-eight views. Not bad. But that'll that'll grow. If people look at it.
0: We'll make sure to at me in there so I can uh, yeah share it.
1: <clears throat> it's a weird living in the future. The future. Yeah. So, um, Artbeat. What's... Uh, when's Artbeat this year?
0: Uh, is it August 19th, I think? Is it? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Middle to the end of August. It's always popular.
1: hmm
0: You know, because they're trying to... Yeah, I mean... Right. Is it two days this year? Because I know last year was supposed to be a couple days and it turned into one day. I don't remember exactly how
1: many days it is this year. Well, I think they... They did it for two days, but a lot of the vendors weren't there the second day or something like that. Because I think, did we go the second day or we go the first day?
0: I don't remember. Let me see.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just Saturday, August 19th. So okay. it looks like it's just one day this mm-hmm. year. <coughs> Five days from when the podcast airs. So get your, well, you don't yeah. need tickets, <laughs> but I'll be out there. I'm trying to volunteer more. So I think I'm managing a stage or something like yeah. that out there. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's important. People in South Bend... Constantly complain that there's nothing to do.
1: That yeah, and the
0: thing is, we're not like a major city where you're just walking down the street and somebody hits you in the face with an awesome venue. Mm-hmm. You have to go find it, and yep. one of the best things you can do is volunteer. Yeah. So like, I volunteered. What so? And I'm not trying to like dick ride myself or anything mm. like that, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I volunteered for the belly burster this year. Uh. That was fantastic. I ran a donut station. <laughs> it was great. Did you Did you hear about the belly burst? Uh. Oh, it was. It's it's making fun of the sunburst. So it's yeah, like the one, anti-marathon. Yeah. So it was like a quarter mile, and yeah. we had donut stations, <laughs> and we had couches, uh. and uh, it was great. There was some music there. Uh, a lot of great people came out. Mayor Pete came out, and gave him mm-hmm. a donut. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the VPA venues, parks, and something or other came out and mm-hmm. they did their great thing. So yeah, that was a great event. So I volunteered for that. I volunteered as a volunteer coordinator for the, uh, River Lights Music Festival and mm-hmm. volunteering for Artbeat. And once you, people know you're a volunteer, they will find you and like, Hey, you're a volunteer. You're confident. Come to my awesome event. Yeah, uh, so I, you know, if you want to get more involved in the community, volunteer, mm-hmm. do a good job at it right. and people will find you to find other things to do. Right. Yeah it's not that hard there is stuff going on all the time you just
1: have to look for you have to be aware and that's kind of what i found out when i started doing the podcast because i didn't know a lot of this shit was going down and i i just started being more aware and following you know local bands local artists and stuff like that and now i see it you just got to pay attention and exactly and attend and exactly support support the the local scene but and it's it's going on everywhere goshen is doing a great job with their first fridays yeah um it's been first fridays yeah elkart's got great stuff going on um (coughs) they they're doing stuff in that uh downtown park like all the time
0: yeah i went what did i do i went to they had a bike night the elkart bike night that was extremely well attended. Like, mm. I've never seen so many Harley Davidsons right. in a row in my entire life. <laughs> they had a they had a Harley Davidson stunt team come out. Oh wow! Like I've never seen somebody in a Sportster do a wheelie like that yeah. before. Like they were really <laughs> killing it. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. They had great food, great music. I can never remember the brewery that's on the corner downtown. Elkhart. Icky, icky. Yeah, Yakida. That's Yakida. the one. There's Yakida, Yakida at one end, and then there's another one at the other end. Yeah, but yeah, Yakida. They have great sandwiches. And yeah, they always knock it out of the park on right. the beer scene. So yeah, I mean there is stuff going on. You just have to find it.
1: Yeah, and and every night of the week, really. Oh yeah. I mean, you can you can find something pretty much every night of the week. Uh, more stuff on the weekends, but uh, um, Drop Comedy Club has open mics every Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm there most of the time. How's that
0: going? Oh, uh,
1: it's going. I've always it's
0: wanted to go, but I've never. It's good. It's good
1: sometimes, and sometimes it's not.
0: <laughs> that's, that's the great thing about open mic night is you, yeah. you know you get you just stick your hand in the barrel and pull out some names yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, I really got to start attending that. I usually I usually play D and D Tuesday nights. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting my nerd on these days. Finally, okay. the ripe old age of thirty, I broke down and started playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah.
1: I think about eighty percent of the other comics at uh the drop do D and D. So uh I'm I'm in a minority there. I think uh me and Jason Staples are the only one that that don't play in the group that I hang out with. But yeah, it's uh they, they do an open mic and Chickory's doing an open mic like in 24 minutes um they do first thursday open mics right and then uh, the well is that well, for comedy or for music that's comedy okay um and the well has uh, in south bend has open mics um not every wednesday but usually like one wednesday a month at least right and um i've been threatening nat that i'm going to come do down it. and do throw it. Down some comedy at do one it. of those <laughs> i was in tennessee when they did their last and i really wanted to come and it was it just didn't work out so i'm gonna i wouldn't tell any jokes but a few
0: uh, like three months ago i'd really drunk and my buddy went to make a liquor run he went to the mega liquor whatever it is on river park and he came mm-hmm. back with a penthouse magazine <laughs> like again it was 1985 yeah. <laughs> and so i picked it up and i'm like huh so i did a dramatic reading of a letter to penthouse and uh-huh. threatening to show up to the drop comedy club <laughs> And do like a real, you know, deep voice dramatic reading of a girl talking about Uh, her
1: underwear. I didn't even know they still made that magazine. Neither did I.
0: I was like, what the... (laughs) We have the internet. What's wrong with you people? (laughs) Apparently it's still going. I don't know. So, I've been threatening to show up to an open mic night
1: and do that. I don't
0: know if that would be well received. What do you think? There's...
1: I, I I've seen I've seen some pretty crazy stuff there, so it wouldn't okay. be it wouldn't be the it wouldn't be the weirdest thing that's ever happened.
0: There. Well, maybe I'll do that. I got to make sure I limit yeah. it to what, five minutes. It's
1: definitely experience every time you go. <laughs> sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, at least in, at least in my case, there is an adult bookstore. I don't remember what it's called, but it's on County Line Road. Um, <laughs> Lions Den. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: that. Any time of the day, you know, for work, I go down that road a lot. And right. Any time of the day you go, there's a lot of cars there. So I don't know if it's all for the books or movies or whatever they got, or are they playing Hold'em in the back? Or uh, no or? idea.
0: <laughs> well, because there is one on Michigan Street just south of downtown South Bend. Mm-hmm. I haven't been by there in a while. I used to go to the King Gyros down the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's a popular spot. And there used to be one. It was on Mishawaka. No, it's, is it on Western? All the way out on
1: the... Eh, whatever. Uh, that was a little Denmark, and I think. Little Denmark, yeah. because yeah, there they was they a big, There was a big to-do about that, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, people, like, as I said, i have lived in South
0: Bend since 2000, and when I first moved here, there was a lot more strip clubs in town than there are now. Yeah. And the city of South Bend apparently just said, yeah, that's enough of that, and bulldozed all of them, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm very live and let live. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you want to be an up-and-coming town, and you've got eight strip clubs down in a line, it's like, hey, yeah, hey, you know, <laughs> eh.
1: Oh the fat daddy's building sold too. Finally. Yeah, so that's gonna that's gonna be uh like a nursing home <coughs> and um I think
0: it's gonna be like the Robertson apartment sort of like a low income housing for the yeah. elderly and infirm. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I hope so. I mean that street corners all four corners on that street are abandoned like there used to be a like a transmission joint There's a Fat Daddy's building, and then the other side, it was like a a vape lounge. Mm -hmm. It used to be a music shop. It was some hippie (laughs) crystal-selling store for a little while before it closed down. Like I don't know what it is about that specific. I think it's parking, because there really isn't any. And then obviously the post office on the yeah. corner. It's it's difficult to put a business there because there was that newsstand behind it. Yeah. I was there once and it just scared the shit out of me. Yeah, so I never went back. And they closed down. So I think they just turned them into apartments and call it a day. That
1: newsstand was there for. I think it was there in the it was there in the seventies. Oh really? Yeah, that was. Yeah, there. I don't know anything about the sign is still up. Yeah, Vol- you know, that that place was there forever. I mean, back in the day. It, I used to go there and get rolling papers and stuff like that. I mean, it had everything. So that was. Well, yeah, they closed down hard. a while ago, didn't they? Yeah, I
0: did. <clears throat> it's a the Griffin issue. Griffin's still going. The Griffin is fantastic. Well, they have very dedicated clients. Yeah, now. it's the same thing with uh, the one up near Niles. I can never remember the name of Fantasy Games. Yeah, they have tournaments going on. All the time. I didn't realize how far back it goes. Yeah. Because I went in there to get a a figure for my D&D character. Yeah. Because obviously you have to have a figure if you're going to play D&D. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to use? A token? Like some sort of scrub? No. You got to have a dude. Well, there's this website Hero Forge. that will actually make you one. Anyway. Uh So yeah, I went back there and I didn't realize that they have tournament rooms in the back. And they're running you know, some pretty serious money. Magic the Gathering tournaments and Warhammer tournaments Mm -hmm. and things like that. That's pretty fantastic. Have you ever done an escape room? No, and I will never do an escape room. No? But they opened, there's like three of them in town. Oh, yeah. When I was doing, I went to, another thing I volunteered for was Pride Prom this year, which is apparently the last year they're doing it. They're going to pivot to something else. Mm -hmm. That was in the, what a new place or something whatever yeah. mansion that's in yeah apparently we did they one ran there. an escape room yeah we did one. Oh, there. really yeah, yeah. yeah so there's one there and then there's one all the way i don't know if that's mishawaka rangers yet you know aladdin's restaurant yeah all the way up there there's an escape room over that's there one
1: like, that's one place i haven't done i did there I don't one know there
0: where these things came from they yeah. just popped out of the woodwork and i'm like what
1: yeah so well, um at Madhouse Media, they have one. Where's that at? Um, that's on um, McKinley going towards Elkhart. Oh, okay. Uh, in the Osceola area. And it is, um, they've got um, a couple uh, rooms behind it. Before we were so rudely interrupted by my recorder crapping out on me, we were talking about escape rooms. Okay. I love escape rooms. You're not quite ready yet. Um no, Someday I'm not we'll quite do an escape room. Yet. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and then record it and live stream it so everybody can mock us. <laughs> that would be great. Like Twitch plays, yeah. escape room. <laughs> All right, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't looked for any YouTube videos uh, of people doing escape rooms. I'm gonna have to check that out. We did escape. What did we talk about after escape rooms? I think I went over what was going on Ignition, didn't I? You sure did. Well, let's do it again. So, All right. Ignition uh, Music in uh, Goshen on Washington Street, one of my favorite places to go. Ignitionmusic.net, or you can find them on Facebook. So, coming up on 818, they've got the John Stickley Trio, 825, Chloe George and Chris Brownlee. And the show I'm looking forward to is September 8th, the Rutabaga, Secret Mezzanine and Meteor, and also on the 17th, on September 17th, they've got Strand of Oaks, and um, that's a rock and band. Yeah, one of the about things, of Oaks. I think one of the things that um, folks get a um, a wrong impression of ignition music is I think it's a folk uh type of venue right because um, it's and, in a barn isn't it well no it's it, it's in a record store um, oh, so it's okay. a record store by day um um so i think it's more of a folksy type thing and um i've seen some great rock shows there i've seen repeat repeat there they're out in nashville um they're like a surf punk right. uh, type band uh sarah borges i've got her uh poster up there that was a and show um Viseria like I already talked about um, I've seen them twice there I mean it's just it's it's rock and so um don't be afraid to see a show there um check them out and um I will uh when this comes out I will be totally excited about the Viseria show I'm sure um but uh and my brother gets to go to that one so that's cool sweet yeah My brother and his girlfriend, because my wife can't go, so I had to get a date, so...
0: (laughs) There you go. So you're taking your own brother? That's a little
1: bit too Indiana. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, I don't have a sister, so... (laughs) (laughs) I have no comment on that yeah, After that, we talked. Uh, I mentioned I was going to Riot Fest this year. The Wu-Tang Clan is playing. Nine yeah. Inch Nails is playing. Yeah. And like a thousand other amazing bands. Like, oh, yeah. D from the Beastie Boys, Action Bronson. I'm a big fan of uh-huh. his. Go Go Bordello, The Bad Brains, like the original New York hardcore band uh-huh. is playing. Yeah. And like, you know, a whole bunch of other amazing bands. So I got, I bit the bullet. I spent like 200 bucks and got the three-day weekend yeah. pass in a hotel room. So mm-hmm. I'm going out there and I'm going to enjoy myself, goddammit, whether yep. I want to or not. <laughs> and we talked about Mike D from The Beastie Boys is playing a yeah, set. Yeah. And so in two thousand six they did a Madison Madison Square Garden concert and they did a video of that called Awesome I effing shot that. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they took 30 video cameras and handed them out to random people Mm -hmm. in the audience at Madison Square Garden and then sort of cut it into one long continuous video. So you have the guy in the bathroom, you have the guy buying hot dogs, you have the guy in the nosebleed section, go, everybody Mm -hmm. jump up and down, you get on the DVD. Yeah. And then, you know, you have the guy trying to sneak around backstage. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, if you like the Beastie Boys and if you like concert movies, it's one of my, like, top three favorites. Yeah. uh, who is it? Iron Maiden did another one, Flight 666. That's uh-huh. the first one <laughs> where they rented an airplane and did a world tour. Yeah. <laughs> because the lead singer of Iron, Ma- Iron Maiden, Bruce Dickerson, is a certified airline right. pilot. Right. Yeah. So he flew them around the uh-huh. world. And it's yeah. just, I wasn't such a huge Iron Maiden fan, but now after watching that DVD, I'm definitely much more of an oh, Iron yeah. Maiden fan
1: um um uh, mike that was uh i was talking to yesterday he's a big maiden fan he finally got to see him this year so he's i was uh, so
0: upset they played detroit but i couldn't make yeah. it yeah and they're playing detroit one day in chicago the next day mm-hmm. and just the stars didn't line up i couldn't get you know the time off and go up and all that jazz and I, yeah i'm upset because you know i really want to go see them they're one of those bands like you don't mind seeing them in a stadium. Right. Like it's yeah. not a big deal if you're not right up front. You right. can be
1: out in the nosebleeds. Yeah. It
0: doesn't matter because it's still an amazing show. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. They he he says uh, he, he Mike Wallace said he's been I don't know how many hundred concerts he's been to But he'd never seen Maiden, and he said that's, he said that's the top of his list. He said it's the best one he's ever seen. So, yeah, I would would love to be able to see them. He worked as a a crew member for Megadeth for a while.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. I I was impressed.
0: Yeah, I got a buddy, uh, Ross. He does... uh, stagehand at the Morris, uh-huh. so occasionally he goes to Tinley Park in Chicago, mm. and he did an Iron Maiden show there, mm. and he also did Paul McCartney. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I'm clearly in the wrong line of work. Yeah, I should have been a, I should have been a roadie. I mean, I got yeah, a no. big beard, so you know, yeah. what am I going to do? <laughs>
1: Okay, recorder's still recording.
0: Okay, just making sure. Yeah,
1: I got to figure figure out what's going on with that. I think it's just dying after after it hits close to a gig or something like that. So, ah, change the setting. Change the settings, so we'll see if that works. Well, I think we I think we did a pretty good first episode.
0: I think we meandered from topic to topic, we yeah. covered
1: food, yeah,
0: booze, yeah, music, yeah, television shows, yeah. And that's it. I think that just about yeah. covered everything. I forgot to mention a whiskey exchange. Have you been there? I have. I love the whiskey I, the exchange. The whiskey exchange yeah. is fantastic. It's my favorite bar in town. Yeah. Yeah. For if you just want a nice quiet spot. Yeah. Overstuffed leather chairs. Yeah. Really knowledgeable bartenders. Yeah. Massive selection. All the scotch. You got the, you know, the yeah. Bugenhagen or whatever, yeah. you know, the 12. <laughs> you know, if you want your 21 year Macallan,
1: you know, you yep. definitely got to go there and get a shot of that. Uh huh. But it's like $300, I think. So
0: Yeah. I had my buddy do that. I was in Chicago on Sunday for Wicker Park Fest mm-hmm. and went to this place called Whiskey Business. Uh-huh. And I just had a cup of water because I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know. So I think he got like a $30 shot of something silly. I yeah. Forget. It was like an 18-year McAllen or something. Yeah, It was pretty bad.
1: Uh, so I was like, you know what? Have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, top out at 16 bucks for, uh, for Ardbeg, uh, the, the 10 year, the, the more expensive Ardbeg's like 30, 30 something, uh, for a shot. And I don't go that far. Yeah. But that's 120 proof. So I got to be careful. You still got to make it home. Yeah fortunately i have a wife that can get me home most of the time even more fortunate yeah so i think we had a pretty good first episode i agree and you know like i said the reason for these is because i still want to put the podcast out even when i don't have um a ton of guests lined up and i think like i said you're in the know you know how to talk (laughs) and uh talking isn't my problem shutting up yeah and uh you're you're the the um voice of youth uh uh <laughs> not so, that young anymore yeah uh, well you're, you're still quite a bit younger than me, so compared to me, you're the voice there of we youth. go yeah. all right and that. uh so i think i think it's uh, gonna be a pretty cool thing, and we'll do this fairly regularly um shout outs y- yeah okay
0: reddit.com yes. slash r slash southbend right. check that out. Uh, Artbeat, Volunteer, Yes. Getting the Know. I really think that's about it. I mean, yeah. obviously go to a Notre Dame football game or watch it right. on TV. You'll see my work.
1: Right. Ignition Music, Vegetable Buddies, both great places to see a show. Uh, if you think there's stuff not going on, there's stuff going on. The Drop Comedy Club, Tuesday open nights. mics on Tuesdays. They have um, um, national acts on... Uh, Friday nights at nine and Saturday nights at eight and 10. I've seen a lot of shows there and I've never been disappointed. Uh, they, they bring great acts. I went to a show at, uh, the improv in Schomburg, uh, a couple months ago and I hated it. Uh, and I paid a lot more to see that show <laughs> than I've seen, than I've paid for any of them. I think it's only 10 bucks to get in at the drop and there's no drink minimum or anything like that. So